Hey, are you ready? Welcome to the Say Michael Podcast. What's good? What's going down? Welcome to the Say Michael Podcast, one man's attempt at business, family, and comedy. I am your host, Michael Agbajan, and yes, we are here at the 41st episode, 4-1. Welcome. Thank you for joining me. I'm so happy to have you here. Um, it's been a long week, and it continues to be a long week, and... Um, you know, the, the first thing that happened early in the week, we welcomed new students, welcoming uh, a new six students into the, the barber school. So every week or every time we have a new enrollment, we'll bring in like and have an orientation, talk to them about everything and how it works and um, just generally get them on the same page. So um, they know everything about the school. And, you know, the one thing that kind of stuck, you know, like stood out when I was talking to them was about being um, on demand or actually in demand uh, by default. I said, you want to be in demand by default. You want to be so good that the people that you serve can't live without you. And then they were like, yes, hey, that's why, hey, that's why we're here. That's why, hey, that's why we're here. (laughs) I was like, yeah, that's what we're trying to do. And I left on a high note. I left right there. After I said that, I was like, I got to leave. Ain't trying to, you know, confuse the, the topic, you know, not, not trying to have a bad dismount. And um, so basically um, that was the main point. So we brought all the students in and so far we welcomed them in. This has been their first week. It's been tremendous. Loved it. But we already had one person drop. One guy dropped and he was the most promising guy. And this kind of this is kind of like what happens um, when you have all these expectations. I'm like, man, it's good core students. The one that particularly that I had a connection with. We're just talking. He had his head on straight. He even brought his little brother to the orientation so we can inspire him. And so we looked at him as like, this is the guy, you know? But then recently he said um, he has to drop or quit because um, his probation officer uh, said that he has to. Now, mind you, I don't think this is true. (laughs) I I don't find this to be true. He said that, um, if he, if he continues school, you know, to enroll, um, that his probation officer will give him an additional five years of probation and that he should, instead of going to school, that he should go out and find a job. And he said, man, like, that's just what my probation officer said. And I'm thinking this isn't like, it's not how it works. If anything, a government institution is going to tell you to go to school, trying to better your life. And do whatever you can to get in. But in this case, he's saying that they're discouraging him from going to school and that he made a decision he has to drop because, you know, he doesn't want to increase his probation. And then he said, you know, after the five years is up, I'll be back. And I was like, what? After five years? Who knows after that, you know? But uh, it sucked because he was, um, he was real, pro- you know, promising. But the hardest part is like, all right, for any person who does business, the worst part about business is giving money back. That's why you see a lot of these places like um, L.A. Fitness is a good place where when you're trying to cancel your membership, they 
put you through this long, slow, antiquated like process of, you know, like, you know, easy. Look, you can sign up in two seconds. Doop. But when you want to quit, they said this is LA Fitness. They'll say send a paper mail, like send something to this office. We'll email you when we receive it. After that, you'll follow up and do these X amount of steps. And then from there, we'll cancel it. They're trying to buy more time, you know. But, you know, at least for the barber school, it sucks because, you know, um, part of the tuition comes in immediately whenever they enroll and then you just have to give it back. And that sucks because, you know, like it makes me think like it makes me think of not just in our school, but like any school. Like if, if, if a school is a business, like shouldn't colleges have like a refund policy? Like, you know, like what is a college's refund policy? You know, because like for any store or any type of product that you buy, if it's not what it says it is, or you're not satisfied, or you aren't happy, guess what? You could bring it back two, three year, five year warranty. You know what I mean? At least 30 days with the store. But then if you're in college, you graduate or you don't graduate, you drop, you still got to pay that loan money back. And they didn't fulfill their side of the deal. You know, because a lot of people get these degrees, don't use them. You know, like I would like to maybe get a partial refund. You know what I mean? Because I did love college. I love college. But as far as like the the, the social side of it, but the, the academic side, there's some there's some things that on the outside in the real world that weren't taught in school. So I'm going to need a partial refund. You know what I mean? Like when you go out and you graduate, it's like, you know, they said you can see all these opportunities. I ain't seen nothing but obstacles. <laughs> I ain't seen nothing but obstacles when it comes to this. Even 20, 2020 should be the year definition when it comes to obstacles. Because, man, you got so many people who graduate now, and they said this is the highest ever where people are living with their parents or their parents are supporting them. I mean, that, that's that's been the case for, like, I would say the last mm, maybe, like, 10 years. I got a few friends who, you know, um, parents support them and they live a great life. You know, it's not a bad thing, you know, but um, it's just the fact that, you know, it's not a lot of opportunity that you just, it's just didn't, it's just not what you thought it was when you caught, you know, when you got out, but you know, um, I'm still dealing with another thing with the the employee that uh, in the car wash where, you know, he hasn't, he hasn't paid his phone bill. And the issue is, okay, We've been communicating. Now we're going on three weeks. We're going on three weeks of communicating via text, you know, and a lot of those texts, it's it's not consistent. So it's been hell because here's, here's what it is. It's like, he's been kind of falling off a little bit where, you know, I'm, I'm trying to update him on like the schedule and I'm doing all this special treatment. I shouldn't be doing it. Right. It's not scalable to do special treatment like that, to be that hands-on, but you know, in the, in the, at least in the last few like days, it's been really hard because we, we've been super slammed. And when there's changes, immediate changes, our customers are calling like, Hey, I was just checking to see, um, is, will, will my, um, car be ready? Or, uh, do you know if he's on his way or can I change this? Those immediate, I have to send it to him. I don't even know if he's getting it or not. And because I can't call him. So, you know, but this, yeah, the crazy part is, you know, like the last few days is kind of like coming to, the location, not locations, but to customers, um, addresses a little late, you know, 
communication is a little poor, but the cold, the hard part is that he's cold. Like he's, he, he, he's really good. And that's the sad part about, you know, having employees and relying on people is that you, you have to rely on these people to help support your business. And usually, you know, if the, the better they are, at what they do, they have some other areas that just aren't that sharp, you know? And, um, you kind of got to deal with it. Like you might have a person who's super reliable, you know, super reliable, but you know, um, comes on time, you know, you could trust that person. They watch it. They watch everything like a guard dog. It protect your business, do everything, but you know, they don't want to work harder than this, or they don't want to do this particular job or they, you know, um, you know, might smoke a lot or something like that. Smoke cigarettes all the time, chain smoker or something. There's always some type of give that you have to have. Cause in this case, I'm only dealing with it until he makes a decision to, uh, take, you know, take care of his because a, he's been with me over a year. It's been amazing. Um, but the fact that he would like to prioritize his income into other areas other than his phone, the solution we, <laughs> the solution we have for right now is actually, um, uh, WhatsApp. I know, I know I shouldn't be compromising like this. I get it. You know, I shouldn't be compromising like this, but, um, I got to, you, I got, it got to be like that in the meantime until I get some other ducks in a row so it could scale a little bit easier. But, um, yeah, that's what's happening. And also, you know, with that said, I got the, even due to this, you know, this particular employee, I got the second rejection. A lot of people don't know what the second rejection is. And um, the second rejection, okay, people will talk about like, you know, go out there. Who cares if anybody rejects you or anything like that, right? Which everyone knows about. It's hard. It's hard getting out there and people rejecting you and you taking that because, you know, it messes up your ego. But there's a second rejection. The second rejection is actually when you go out, someone says, no, I'm not interested. But then, you know, they said, you know what? I'll try you out. You say, okay, try this out. I'll make sure that you'll love it, everything. And then they try it out. And they say, you know, now that I've had it, nah, never mind. Not for me. Not good. That is a is a much harder, deeper rejection than the original just them saying no. Most people expect a no. You know, to like, you know, you want a yes, but people expect a no. It's not surprising. So when you say, nah, I'm not interested, that's cool. But when someone said, Oh yeah, um, I'm I'm not fully into it, but I'll try you out. I want to see how you guys are. And then when they try you out, that's a plane going overhead, so don't worry about that. Um, and they try you out, and they, and they say, uh, now that I've tried it, mm, I don't like it, and uh, I won't be continuing going forward. And that that's what happened with the particular customer. She uses um, four times. The first two times, great. Last two times, didn't go consistent for her. So um, basically, you know, when it got to a point to where, like, she's like, hey, I wasn't happy. This is the last time. Um, she wasn't happy with her service. I said, all right, cool. You know, let me get you a new detailer. We'll make sure that everything works perfectly cool. But then the guy that she got, it was a guy who's I've been communicating only through text. So now it's like, oh, I don't really want any issues to happen with her on this particular service. But hey, you know, things started to happen and things started to crumble. He got there a little bit late and she was like, hey, do you know um, where, you know, where he's at or how soon? So I'm trying to text because I can't call immediately 
to figure out what's going on. So I said, I'm sorry about that. We can reschedule you. And, but you know, she said, okay, we can reschedule. And then by the time I'm going to set up her reschedule, he arrives and he starts on her car. And she's like, Oh, thank you, young blad. So, Hey, she's already, he's already late. And, and this is one of the best guys, right? So, um, already a kind of bad first impression for him. Then he does a job and then she gets back to her car after. And she's like, you know, it could have been, a little bit cleaner. She sent me some pictures to to prove it. So I gave her an option to say, you know, we could give you a full refund or, you know, we could reschedule you or have someone come out today to uh, take care of it and make sure that it's done like to your liking. And she's like, you know, I got to check my schedule and this, that, and, you know, I'm just go ahead and take the refund. But, you know, the refund I'm getting um, is actually, you know, I used a discount from the last time this happened, you know, and it wasn't, you know, to my liking. And I was like, I just kind of felt like, man, it sucks that we can't really like satisfy her, you know, pause, you know. And for the fact that, you know, um, I gave her a new detailer, went through the whole steps and, you know, it just didn't work out for it. It, it, it sucks. But then it tells you when you get the second rejection it tells you maybe pay attention. Maybe you need to tweak something here and there. Like you can't you can't compromise to a point to where uh, your business isn't working the way it should, or your life isn't working the way it should, you know? And, you know, uh, I got to communicate the fact that, you know, she wasn't happy with her service and all that. And, uh, you know, but the one thing that's really like cold, this is it, is that if you want to create a loyal, like customer, even after losing them, the one thing you need, you need to make sure that your follow-up game is strong. If your follow-up game is strong, you could get back any customer, you know, because she's, again, unsatisfied. But I'm going to call her back and said, hey, I went ahead and did a refund for you, made sure you got all that. Want to see if we could still come out. I'll provide you with either another upgrade or whatever and a discount so we could see about making it right. And if that doesn't happen, we'll leave it there. But I said that last time about this time. So um, hopefully, you know, I could fix the things in between now in her next service to where it blows her away. Cause that's the only thing I look forward to like where people come out blown away. You know, I had to talk to one of my employees about the fact that he just wants to make sure that he just gets a thumbs up. That's it. You know, and you know, usually when you get a thumbs up, there's a little things here and there, but they don't want to be picky, you know, at least most customers, but you want them to come outside and be like, what? Oh my God. Oh, what? Man, it's so fire. It looks so good. That's what you want. That's the type of reaction you want. Blown away. You need them to be blown away. And that's how I'm trying to sculpt it out. But, you know, right after I got the phone with her, I wasn't too much tripping because, you know, follow-up came strong. But then I had to follow up with one of our other customers who was new. She just moved from Florida, a doctor. And um, she did uh, a day's worth of research to figure out who she's going to find for her, mo- you know, her mobile detailing. Guess who she chose? The water boys. <laughs> chose your boys. So she's like, I'm going to try you out. It's the first time. Everything went amazing. So then I hit it with that follow-up. I said, hey, um, just checking to see how your service went and all that. And then she was like, oh, my God, it was fantastic. It was amazing. And I was like, oh, that's great. You know, um, but eventually in that conversation, you know, um, she signed up for a membership to do monthly, you know, cause I said, I mean, the best part about like the car, uh, the water boys car wash is that, 
you know, you're going to get the same person. You're going to get like, it's easy to go to any other car wash and just get someone to run, you know, run your car through a machine. But this, you know, who's protecting and watching and cleaning your things. You know, the person. So every time they come every single month, it's someone, you know, taking care of what's important to you. She said, I'm so excited now. When, when is my next, when is my next credit start? I said, um, next month. I can't wait. I'll see y'all next month. <laughs> I said, cool. And I locked her in. I locked her in as a member. And, um, yeah, that's great. Cause that's again, to create these loyal customers, that follow-up game, whether it goes good or bad, because there's three, there's three, um, levels to every customer interaction. A, when they, when they meet your business, when they get into it, the first, you know, uh, sample or whatever, right. You got to make sure that, that, that great, you know, uh, the second is while they're with you, you know, that, that season right there while they're with you, got to make sure that that's great. So first impression got to be great. Then secondly, you got to make sure that their experience while they're with you as their, as your customer is great. And then thirdly, at some point they will leave you at some point, but you got to make sure that at the point where they leave you, that you leave them with the best experience ever. You know, something that they could like, they'll still recommend you. They might not have been happy. Like, for example, the the young lady who um, uh, wasn't happy and, you know, this time and I'm going to follow up with her later. Yeah. Like, you know, having someone leave and the fact that, you know, she got either a full refund, we communicated well, we followed up to make sure everything was all good. She will recommend me to somebody. She'll say, the water boys is this and this and that super convenient. It didn't work out for me on this, but they're, you know, if, if you're not happy, they'll make sure that you're taken care of. You know, I want to make sure things are easy. Cause I think of it as myself. I want to make sure that what I put out there is consistent and is good. And that, you know, people, you know, um, tell other people about it. That's, that's building that customer base that never leaves. So eventually after doing business for so long and treating people so good, um, you guys just got steady, you know, consistency and, and customers and recommendations, um, steady phobic coming through, you know, but you know, um, I've, I've, I've taken time to kind of work out my workflow this last week because, um, you know, I was super busy, but now that I started, there's two things I'm looking into right now, the Facebook creator, um, studio, that's been amazing for me because, uh, I've been able to automate and send out like stories and Instagram posts and Facebook posts all from one platform from, you know, for everything. And then I'm also looking into like Twilio because I want to do a text thread to communicate because I was going to hire somebody to do like mainly just scheduling, like just work on scheduling. I'm like, that might be too much, you know, like maybe I need to get someone who does scheduling, maybe on a part time, but then they manage this text messaging um, platform with Twilio where we able to, you know, communicate and have a chat thread with the customer and, you know, make sure that they're booked and that everything is kind of done that way. Because a lot of this, you know, customers will call, they'll book on their own, they'll text, you know, whichever way is the easiest for them, most convenient for them. That's the way they go about it. And I want a way to manage all that. And Twilio is what I'm looking into. And it's weird because, um, Twilio I'm actually invested in, I have, I have, um, 
uh, have their stock, have a few of their shares. And it's, you know, the, the part where I thought was crazy about it. I'm like, okay, I bought their shares because I thought they were a good company before, but I, I didn't think I would use them. I just, I just did the intel on it. And so far their uh, stock has been doing amazing. But then now that I'm actually about to join them, it makes me kind of look and think like, I should do that with other businesses, you know, that I support, you know, whether it be like Sony or um, just anything that I use, you know, like for business, um, I should see if they're publicly traded and invest in them, you know, because you never know what, what, what can happen with this. That's just make, yes, yeah, just smart money right there. That's just being smart with your bread, you know, because um, you got, this is in uh, Korea. In Korea, uh, on the on their stock exchange, they just, they just let, this uh, um, company IPO, that's an initial public offering. So they let them onto the stock market, but it's the it's the management company that's over uh, BTS, you know, and they went public. Look, they they were just making like eighty nine million dollars a month just off of BTS because that's their that's their group. They are on the stock market now. They raised over eight hundred million and now are worth four billion dollars, and. A lot of this is due to like fan pages and things like that. So it's just crazy how connected you are to things that if you look close enough, you can actually make a little bread, you know. But, you know, I want you all to pay attention to what's going on out there right now, because right now Macy's just opened um, two uh, dark stores, you know, and I explained what a dark store was before. But these are stores that look like full on stores like they look like full on like lights on the aisles, everything. But these stores are designed only not for the public, but only for people who pick up and deliver online only orders. So it creates a shopper experience just for um, people who pick up and deliver, not for actual consumers who come in to shop. So you can't even enter these stores, but they, they started to. And then I'm also seeing advertisements for virtual kitchens. So like I already kind of put you on game before. If you're looking for something new that, that, that's, that doesn't exist right now on that level, you need to start getting into these virtual kitchens. If you know how to cook, you can have a full-on brand virtually online and um, have a kitchen, a private kitchen, and cook all the food from there. Have all the pictures of the food that customers are eating. You know, have all the branding. I mean, you're talking about a full-on restaurant that will probably cost you like brick and mortar with the branding and everything. You're looking at 200,000 to, you know, well over a million dollars if whatever you want to invest, but you're looking at about 200,000 to have a decent, you know, brick and mortar like restaurant. And I'm not talking about the rental places where you could like rent a suite or anything like that. I'm talking about like a water burger standalone, the build on the cheapest. It could be about 200, maybe to about a million. But if you're talking about, you could take about $1,500, $2,000 and rent a commercial kitchen, get all the branding and everything done for, you know, like your, your virtual restaurant, uh, start getting food orders out there, get licensed, get all that. Um, you're looking at a full on, like if you, Oh, you're looking at a full on booming business that you could do literally like same level as all these other fast food places, but it'll be virtual. So it's, it's just easy investment, but almost the same type of result, you know, smaller investment, same type of result. And, um, you should look into it before it becomes big. That's just, what I think it's going to be, you know what I mean? Cause, um, there's just a lot of opportunity out there, even on prime day, prime day just passed with Amazon and you know, they, um, 
They made these third party sellers. They made them $3.5 billion, 3.5 billion, 3.5 billion for all the small businesses out there who would prime uh, just off of prime day, one single day just for them. So um, big ups to them. Big ups to Amazon. I just want to do better with my time because what I'm finding <clears throat> is that, you know, uh, with my time, I spend a lot of it looking for things. I'm looking for like my keys, you know, that takes extra time. Then I get lost, uh, you know, on the wrong way somewhere. Then I get hit with traffic, you know, then I make mistakes. A lot of my time, that's where a lot of my time is spent. But look, when I'm not making mistakes, when I'm not in traffic, when I'm not losing things, your boy's kind of on fire. I'm kind of organized. I'm kind of on fire. I'm just letting y'all know that, you know, and, um, I just gotta be, I just gotta, just gotta be better, man. Just gotta be better. Mm-mm-mm. So, um, it was great talking to you all, as you already know. I love it every single week. Uh, it's the 41st episode. And I hope you go out there and vote. I hope you go out there and follow rules where there are none. That's the way to live, is to follow the rules where there are none. So, it's always good talking to y'all. You know what happens next. It's me, myself, and Bly. Love you. Appreciate you. I will see you later. Peace out. What good? Hello. Hey. Hi. Uh, I hate that I said that. What? The hey? Yeah, I feel like I got that from you. Because <laughs> I'm always like, hi. <laughs> and that's like such a like a girly thing. Nah, that's okay. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Feeling good? Feeling great? I'm A for awesome. Okay, A for awesome. That's what I'm talking about. They can't hear you in the mic. Oh, my bad, y'all. I'm sorry. A for awesome. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. so how, how's everything been for you this Everything's week? Everything's been, been okay, you know. N- nothing to, to brag about. Oh, you know what? I'm lying. Mm-hmm. I, have, I, have, I do have something to brag about. Tell me more. Our anniversary was this Sunday. Hey, yeah. We just celebrated our four-year anniversary it's our anniversary <laughs> yeah i know and uh that was fun we it was had, great yeah we had such a great day we hung out the entire day sunday we had dinner at the common club which is at the virgin hotel really cute spot definitely recommend i don't know if i want to recommend you know i don't like Why? recommending it was it was cute it was a cute spot great for photos um but I, the food the food was good but it wasn't like it wasn't like a five star yeah. restaurant type food, you know, I, and I, I picked this restaurant because I was like, oh, I want to do something different. And I've been hearing about this hotel and I've been hearing about how nice, how nice it is and the ambiance and the experience is great. So I was like, OK, well, let's go here. And the food was OK. The I'm, was I'm trying to remember what we ate. I know that's the sad part, right? As you're talking, I'm like, what do we eat? So we remember we started with the like tater tots with fish eggs on it. Random. Oh yeah, that was I didn't like that. It was random, yeah, because you even asked for ketchup. I was like, what is this? This is so random. We had that. It wasn't bad. Bougie tots. Yeah, bougie tots. That's exactly what <laughs> the name was, and that's exactly what I felt like we were eating. Bougie tots. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we had um, our entrees, right? So you had the ribs. Mm-hmm. The ribs on the stick or something on the skewer. You remember? Was it ribs that you ate? No, I had um, what was it? Flamingon on a on a skewer. Something like that. Something like that. See, you can't even remember, yeah. you know. And then I had um, pork chops. I had pork chops. 
Yeah, and then we mm-hmm. had dessert. So, I mean, it was cool. It was a cute little spot, you know, just to say we've been. But I don't know. I don't know if I would re- really recommend it. How was the... Um, the okay. ambiance? Mm-hmm. It was nice. I mean, I liked it. I thought it was real cute. The furniture was really pretty. The lights. You know, obviously, we went for dinner. So, it was all lit up so pretty. It was cute, you know. It was nice. I, I felt a little bit bad today. Why? Why did you feel bad? About... Because um, I thought about, like, our anniversary. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and, you know, I always think, like, you have to have an exciting story. Like when people say, hey, what'd you do for your anniversary? That's what I got. I got two questions like, really? what did y'all do for your anniversary? I was like, we went out. So I'm over here trying to like, we went out, we got pizza. Oh, I got that. I'm like stacking it goodness. up. We got beignets. Which we did. We yeah. did all that. Yeah. Then that night we went out, you know, we got flying and we went to the, you know, that's how I'm describing it. Right, right. But in my head, I'm thinking like, what's it supposed to be like a, <clears throat> like an overall mm-hmm. super, um, like a adventure, you know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah, we just got back from Mexico and, right. or, you know, we went across the country or whatever it is for the anniversary. So mm-hmm. I was like, maybe I didn't take it as serious as I needed oh to, my God. you know, no. like, cause you know, it's hard to, it's hard to play the game when it comes to like meeting women's expectations. Oh my goodness. First of all, this is, we're celebrating our four year anniversary and every single anniversary is always like, you know, let's just do something chill, low key. We we do dinner all the time. Like we don't even buy each other gifts for anniversaries. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like we don't expect it, and we don't really want it. I mean, I don't. Mm-hmm. Do you? No. Okay. See, like I'm saying, we're on the same page. Yeah, so, I don't expect it at all. Yeah, I don't. But see, I, that's part of the game. No, I see. Well, okay, we did say that for our five year anniversary that we may do like a wedding or we may actually like go out of you know the country. So I'm I am looking forward to our five year. But anything below that, I was I, I didn't expect anything <laughs> more than dinner. So you know? so uh, uh, anniversary four and anniversary six, it's like eh. It, no, it's not eh. It's just like you know, I don't know. It's something about that five, that ten, that twenty, and that fifty that yeah, makes a yeah, difference, yeah. you know. But I don't know. I feel like um, you know, I'm I'm good with how we spent our anniversary. We actually spent the entire day together. You're right. We did have um. We had lunch at Cane Rosso, which is like our favorite pizza spot. Love it. Love Cane Rosso. And it was beautiful outside. So we sat outside. We had that. And then right after that, we jetted right to uh, Le Bon Ton. You know, got some beignets, which we love. We hit that spot up at least like once a week or maybe every other week. Yeah, they, it's sometimes it's a it's a mixed bag depending on the employee. Who's I know there. Who, who. Yeah, exactly. The employee and what mood the the employee is in. Mm-hmm, like, you could tell when someone makes something they care. That's true. Well, how did you feel? How how would you rate the ones we had on Sunday? They're okay. Really? Yeah, I like when they do the chocolate drizzle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so sometimes they do it well. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes they don't do it well at all. Oh. So I feel like that they got it pretty. I don't know. They just threw it in the bag. Oh, really? I actually enjoyed it. That was my first time getting that uh, style Mm because you always get that one and I don't. So I was like, let me try something different. And I actually really enjoyed it. I prefer that one that you got over the one that I always get. I thought it was really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's kind of like a croissant, but like a beignet. I know with chocolate on it and the powdered sugar. It was good. And we had, you know, a cup of coffee, which was delicious. And so you're talking about the day. Oh, yeah. So so then after that, we jetted home and (laughs) got dressed and got ready for dinner. So we basically just ate the entire day. Mm -hmm. So that's what we like to do. We like to eat. You know what I'm saying? I just try not to go on the roof uh, that day. I was like, let me not do no projects. Let me not, you know what I mean? Let me not 
jinx myself with anything, no, you know? I was like, I even told him, I said, don't go clean the pool. Don't <laughs> fix nothing on the roof. Don't do anything. Because if y'all remember, on my birthday last month, right before it rained, he went up on the roof mm-hmm. and slipped and fell and then went to dinner with like a half broken arm. Slipped and fell off the roof. Slipped and fell off the roof. Yeah, when I tell people that story, they still can't believe it. They're like, did he break his arm? I'm like, no, he's like perfectly fine. Yeah, but you know, I I, I feel like I landed like this, like kind of like how cats land. Yeah. And then like, <laughs> and then like something happened with my arm, you know? Oh my God. Because in my, the way I described it with people mm-hmm. is that I fell on my shoulder like, ooh, right, you know? Right. I don't mm-hmm. think I, I think I landed like try to brace it. You know, I kind of, you know, it was oh, right outside and so it slipped, slipped and my head kind of yeah. hit the the ground. That's why this was hurting so bad. Cause I'm like, Ooh, and that's why maybe when you extend it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Gotcha, so gotcha. I think I, it was more that when I slipped, I was trying to brace myself and I right. slid and it just, yeah. boom, you know, Ooh, that sounds so painful. Yeah. And I was nervous. Cause I was like, this will be the time that someone really wants to like, mess with me you know oh, what I mean? yeah you did say that i remember yeah like hey give me your money i'm like here i go <laughs> you better use that right on yeah, right yeah. <laughs> Look, don't even don't even try to do it with the left you better fake with the left hit with the right yeah yeah but you know what i really thought about which made me really nervous what i said is it's gonna sound crazy mm-hmm. but i said okay if I, if i get into like any type type of like weird confrontation with a, a police officer mm-hmm. and they you know how they you say, hey, my arm, my arm, you know? Oh, yeah. And I feel like they're going to be like, you're lying. You know how they are. I can't breathe. Like, you don't don't pull that. No, it's like, no, I really can't breathe. Like, don't pull that. You know? So I feel like this will be the week Man. something happens with a police officer. And then I have, like, I'm like, no, no, my arm. And they're like, cow. Oh, they break it. They yeah, I'm like, out of place. yeah. And they're like, you're resisting and that I can't sue. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, yeah, you had to be real careful right up until our anniversary. I was like, drive the speed limit you know what i mean mm-hmm. make sure we change our registration tags make sure you got gas air in your tire your lights fixed we don't need no reason for you to get pulled over and we missed our anniversary dinner but i loved it see i loved everything 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 about it you know mm-hmm. why? why because i'm with my favorite person Aww, babe. you know and that's that's truly why because like Look, I, as I see it, right, like, mm-hmm. you get to enjoy an entire day. Because, yeah, what, two days off on that? Yeah, I was off Sunday and Monday. Yeah, so it was like a bonus yeah, vacation for me. So I was like, this is just the best. And, you know, after everything, right, mm-hmm. I told you I looked in hindsight. I was like, did I miss something? Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when girls are like, <clears throat> hey, what you do on your anniversary? Yeah. And I'm, like, describing it like I was telling you. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, oh, man, maybe I was supposed to talk about, like, the tennis bracelet. Oh or, my God. Or, or the uh, or the big, huge bouquet of flowers or the rose petals everywhere, you oh know? Oh, like, Because, you know, people who are single, they it's almost like uh, they're kind of sabotaging you. Oh, yeah, of course. You of know, course. they're like, hey, uh, they ask you questions like, hey, like, how is it being married? Isn't it the best? I'm like, you're single. You don't know nothing about this. You're like, it's ice. Yeah, it's cool. It's like, oh, see, that's why I don't want to. It's like, don't even start oh, that. Oh, my God. You know, so they're like, trying to hype you up like wow what y'all do i know you like to do it big so what did y'all do for your anniversary i was like You're calm like, down oh my god dang <laughs> well i mean the cool thing is like i don't really expect anything so i think that takes a lot of pressure off of you too and you know you buy flowers for me all the time so it's not like you know what i mean mm-hmm. we already ha- we have flowers in the house so you didn't have to buy me like another set for, an- for our anniversary you hear that fellas that means 
Get get you a woman with low expectations. Get you a woman with low expectations. <laughs> like I'm like, which camera? Get you a woman uh, with low expectations. Cause I'm telling you, you ain't gotta do much. That's actually the Just best. Be they said there. Just show up. That's it. They said that's how you be ha- like that's how to stay happy. Yeah. I always every time you ask me, Bly, what do you want for your birthday, Mother's Day, Christmas, I say, what do I say? Flowers, candles, chocolate. That's it. You always get it. And I always get it. That's really, and, and not even, I don't even have to have the chocolate because I eat that every day anyway, but flowers and candles. I love, I'm obsessed with candles. So that's really all that I want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's weird because it's more of like, I wonder, it's not 50 50 male, male, like anniversaries, right? It's not 50 50 males love it. Females love it as well. I feel like right. it's more like 75 women. It's more oh, of a... Oh, yeah. It's more of a woman's holiday. Yeah. So when you're like, you know, that's why, you know, I, I love it when it's this. And now I'm like... Yeah. To me, you know, it's like you do it because you love it, you know? <laughs> no, it's true. But I feel like that's every holiday. You know, Valentine's Day. I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, it's the same thing. It's like the women, we're like, babe, guess what's coming up? <laughs> you know, Valentine's Day where you guys have no clue, don't mm-hmm. even care. You know what I mean? Y'all don't ask for anything. We're like, oh, what you going to get me? You know? But it's just like a woman's, it, it is a woman's holiday. We enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Like, See, we, these are the like reasons why so many men fall behind on like they're always trying Man, to catch up. It's always catching up. And it's funny because at work, you know, it'll be Valentine's Day. And there's guys like, oh, I got to come in. I got to get my girl back for Valentine's Day. And I'm like, you just realizing that today is the 14th. Because they weren't playing the game until that day. And it's same thing with birthdays, too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how long y'all been together? Oh, we've been together for 10 years. And I'm like, so you buying her birthday gift on her birthday? Like, did you, did her birthday change all of a sudden? Yeah, like, yeah. it's the same day every single year. Why is it that you are late every single year? Like, what is happening? You know what I'm saying? I remember uh, I learned something really, this is for everybody who Uh-oh. wants to learn. This is from you. Okay. When you're like, um, hey, babe, like, you know, uh, when you're making plans, remember? You know uh, what I'm talking about? No, I don't. You said, when you're making plans, like, for like dinner or something like that. Mm-hmm. Can I not be around? Cause you do it like last minute. Oh, I and I sure can hear you trying to like, <laughs> Oh my God. So what was this last year? I think it might've been two years ago. It might've been two years ago. I think for my birthday and we're like getting ready to like go somewhere mm-hmm. and you're like making reservations while I'm standing there getting dressed. <laughs> He's like calling all these different restaurants to see if we can get reservations. And I'm like, uh, can you already have all this planned? <laughs> you know I mean? So, so I can know where we going and how to get dressed up. But I'm over here getting dressed, yeah. And you over here calling, making reservations. I'm just like, did you not remember that today was my birthday? Like, <laughs> you know, it's funny. In my head, you know, I wanted to reply back. Why you? Why you be so hard on me? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but then what I knew was like I'm in the wrong on this one. You were in the wrong. But the crazy thing is, I feel like ever since that moment. I feel like I put a lot of pressure on you and I, I did realize that because you're not like you're not a, a planner. Mm-hmm. That's not your thing. Like I'm I'm the planner in this relationship. And so I feel like ever since then, I've planned every single holiday, mm-hmm. whether it's your birthday or my birthday or anniversaries. I'm the one who's calling, making the reservations and picking the, the restaurants and, you know, saying what we're going to do, because at the end of the day. You don't really care, mm-hmm. and I care. So I'm like, okay, well, let's do something that I want to do that I know that both of us will enjoy. So instead of me 
having expectations like, oh, he's going to plan this and this and this, and it don't fall through. <laughs> yeah, it's wrong. I mean? it's it falls so through, wrong. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'd rather just like set it up myself and then I know for sure that it's going to work. You know what I mean? That it's going to mm-hmm. happen. So I think it's just, for, it's less stressful on you. I just tell you, okay, babe, this is what you're going to wear. This is where we're going to go. Show up. And that's, you know, I feel like it's easier for you on that point. And then for me, with planning and everything, it's just like, I know we're going to do. I know it's going to happen. So nothing will just like be last minute. You know, I saw this, my little brother, when we go on um, like trips, mm-hmm. he plans. Yeah, yeah, he plans. Boom, 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 boom. Exactly. Hey, we're going to go hit this spot. We're going to do this. I literally get there. I'm not sure where the hotel is. <laughs> you know, I'm like, what hotel? We say, do we get a hotel? He was like, so I already got it. You fly there. You arrive. Fly. And then you're like, uh, where are we staying at? Well, I arrive there. That's and I'm horrible. like, all right, so. Where are we going to stay at? That's so He's like, I already horrible. got the hotel. I was like, oh, okay, cool. We get to the hotel. All right, uh, so what are we going to do next? Yeah, what y'all want to do? He's like, Junior, we already have all this stuff oh already planned. God. We're going to go da-da-da. Then we hit jet skis. I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's cool. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's why when we go on trips and stuff, I plan everything. Well, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing because I, I, I actually do like the plan. Yeah, I was saying if you enjoy it, then it's not a bad thing. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. And it's it doesn't... Uh, it doesn't let me down either. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I feel like if you have high expectations or you put that pressure on your partner <laughs> to do something that you know your partner isn't that great at, it, it does cause stress for both people. You know, it'll be stressful for you to plan it, and then it'll give me anxiety because I'm like... You're holding he, your breath? Yeah, I'm holding my breath. I'm like, I hope he picks the right restaurant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or... I hope he picks a restaurant. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I'd rather take the stress off of you and just let me take care of it. I love doing it anyway, so. I know. We end up like Taco Bell. You're like, hey, it's the only place that's open. Um, let me go set up my picnic tables. We'll sit out there in that parking lot, eat oh, some tacos. What birthday was that with the steak? For, that was for your mine. birthday? Oh, I can't remember. That was so yeah, long ago. Yeah, that was, um, so we were, um, it was my birthday. Mm-hmm. And see, mind you. This is the hypocritical part of this whole thing because oh lord, this but but you got to tell them how long ago this was. This was before we even had kids. Yeah, yeah. I don't even think we were in, engaged at this point. It is my birthday, <laughs> and guess who's planning while I'm in the same room? <laughs> Blind, she couldn't find nothing. She's like, "This isn't open. This nothing isn't open." Nothing was open and then for we, some we, reason. We found some type of like Irish hole in the wall or something like that. I don't know what it was, but they had the, the be- best steak. We have ever eaten in our entire life till this day. Every bite, I said, "Why? (laughs) This steak is so good." I'm like, "It's so big, it's so juicy." Yes, they had the sides perfect. I said, "What is this place?" And we don't, we can't even. Yeah, you can't remember. I don't even know where it was at because we were driving around at nighttime. It was so late. We still dream about this place. Yes, and we can't. I don't even know what city, what area was. I don't even know where it was at. I just know that we were driving late. It had to have been close to midnight because everything was closed and we just pulled up. Like, <laughs> see how see yeah. how easy it is? I know. Everything was closed too. And I felt so bad because even you were just like, man, we ain't got nothing. You ain't playing this. But since you want to <laughs> throw me under the bus, you remember like two years ago, five, mm-hmm. and this was for our anniversary. Mm-hmm. And you did the same thing too. Mm-hmm. You were like trying to call all these different places and they were closed. Remember we were driving around downtown for mm-hmm. like two, three hours? No, mm-hmm. maybe about two hours. And you felt so bad. You were just like, man, Bly, I, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, it's all good. I ain't tripping. And we ended up somewhere and it was like really nice, uh, beautiful. The food was pretty good too. It was cute. Yeah, oh, we um, Hotel Zaza. Yeah, Hotel Zaza. I was mm-hmm. like, 
I was like going to restaurant, restaurant, yeah. parking on the curb. I'm like, hey, y'all open? He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Cool. I was like, damn. I know. It was so weird. And it wasn't like a late Yeah, yeah. I was like, man. I'm like, all right, one more restaurant. Go to the restaurant. He's like, I'm sorry, we're closed. I'm like, man, this is. I know. It was disappointing. But see, everyone already knows that. <laughs> everyone knows that I could fall off like that. I was I just know. trying to make sure that people know. Yeah, you know. That it can happen to anybody. It can happen to even a planner. It can definitely happen to you. It happened to me, y'all. You know, I failed that that time. Are you um are you ready to go vote? I am. I'm ready to go I'm vote. I'm excited about voting. I am too. I was thinking maybe we can go tomorrow morning, but then it might be a lot because I heard the lines are really, really long, which is really, really good. So mm-hmm. everybody's going to vote. So that's awesome. So yeah, I definitely want to go ahead and get, you know, put my vote in. You know what I'm saying? Cause um I'm ready to vote. Yeah, because um they said it's like the biggest like okay, look, there's mm-hmm. I forgot the county. Okay. But they said the county uh, 98% of the youth mm-hmm. are regist- registered. Oh, wow. When it used to be like under like 30%. Really? Yeah, 97% of the entire county. Wow. Yeah, they said awesome. it's like, a, like it's tremendously more. It's like 10 times more that's people so awesome. coming out. And then, um, you know, Roland, um, he's a newscaster. I don't know. Uh, I hate that I forgot his name. He's, he's frat too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, he was like, crying tears oh i saw that i saw a video of him yeah. he was in his car yeah yeah i saw that because he saw so many people in line and he was like he's never seen that many people before <laughs> to go vote or yeah yeah like but that. you know what's weird what? um <laughs> don't say nothing funny like i know him he no 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 oh, okay uh, when i when i saw it mm-hmm. someone you know people just repost it and say yeah. nothing about it right so I, I was watching it and he's like crying crying i'm going with it to be mad at you know, these people trying to like do voter suppression or something oh like that. Right. I'm like, goodness. I thought he was crying because look at this line. Look yeah. how long it is. Look how long is voter suppression. I thought that's why he's like right, upset. Right. It was more of a, a happy cry. Yeah. So I'm over here like these people, these people, you know what I mean? And then next, you know, like he's showing it like, I haven't seen this line. I was like, Oh, okay. That's what, that's what you're crying about. But yeah, it's uh it's pretty amazing. That's so awesome. I mean, I'm excited about, it. I know a few people who already went vote today and yesterday. So I'm like, go ahead and add me to that list. Cause I'm about to go vote too. We're Do you go see any Trump hats or anything like that around? Um, not, not, not recently. I mean, our neighbor put up an extra sign. <laughs> yeah. Our neighbor has two Trump two. signs. And the funny thing is, so they had one in the yard <laughs> And I'm assuming somebody must have stole it. Yeah, someone it, it stole it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden we go outside, I guess one morning, we're packing the kids up for school and the neighbor's out there and he's just waving and we're waving and he's like, yeah, I just, I just installed some new high def security cameras. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. You mm-hmm. know, and he's like super excited about it. And then like a few days after that, there goes that new Trump sign mm-hmm. in the ground. But then I guess maybe somebody took that one too. Because you you came home one night and you saw them nailing the Trump sign. No, no, he had to power tools nailing the Trump sign into like, zip, 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 zip. like he put it that. high because he's what he's trying to signal mm-hmm. is that whoever look, he's thinking mm-hmm. whoever took his sign personally targeted him. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Because the day after the sign was taken, mm-hmm. he upgraded to. Super HD yes. cameras Security with cameras. night light, with night lights and all that. Yes, he did. And then mm-hmm. he put out this huge, just like red Trump sign. And then the one that they stole, yeah. he put that one in the tree and, zip, 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 and then he put some other signs around it. Kind of like he's trying to bait the he person is. to come back and say, come, 
Come, come, come and take, come take it now. But first of all, you need a ladder <laughs> to get up and grab that Trump sign out the tree. Like, I cannot believe it. He's an old man. Like, he's 80, 85 years old, maybe mm-hmm. something like that. And he, you said he was like on a chair or in a ladder and his wife is like behind yeah, him. Holding it. Holding it, making sure he doesn't yeah, he's, fall he's off. Yeah, he's over here like, <laughs> <laughs> trying to, you know what I mean? And I was just like, man, this look at this guy. This is crazy. And the funny thing is, they're the only people on our street that has the Trump sign. Yeah, cause and I think the other name was just a little bit too afraid, yeah, you know, to put the Trump sign out. But I, but there's more Biden Trump signs on our street than any other signs. They're the only neighbors with the Trump signs. So I'm just like, this is so crazy. I just can't believe it. Even though I was planning, I mean, not really planning. I was more fantasizing about me taking the new sign down. Man, that would be so. Yeah, funny I, but I, I was like, I'm gonna go back in the alley. Then I'm gonna go back <laughs> around the block, and then I pretend like I'm jogging and kick back. <laughs> Jump the tree, oh my God. you know. You had it all planned out. I was like, with those new high def HD <laughs> security cameras, they will figure out who it is. And yeah, definitely the cameras will be pointing at you. Yeah, we're in this um this last kind of quarter, right? This is yeah Q four. Yeah, and this is your best time because like we're oh, now yeah. getting into October's not as cool. You know, um, like cold. You know, October usually like perfect. It it's is. not like that. It's hot. It's hot because you know what? Okay, back to our anniversary. Like I said, this is our four. We celebrated our four year, and well, fourth year. And every year for our anniversary, it's always freezing cold. Mm-hmm. And I always wear, you know, something where I'm I'm freezing. Yeah, yeah. So this year I prepared. You know, I wore a suit. I was like, I'm going to be prepared for this cold that's you coming knew it. through. Yeah, yeah. I just knew it. And it was hot. It was actually the hottest day so far <laughs> in October. It yeah, was like yeah. 96 degrees mm-hmm. and I'm wearing a suit. I'm just like, I cannot believe it. I actually dressed for cold weather and it hasn't even hit yet. Mm-hmm. So this month is actually like really warm. Like I haven't, I mean, since I've been in Dallas for about what, seven, eight years, I feel like it's, uh, it should be cold already, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's like, but it, I'm not complaining. It's perfect weather to me. Oh, it's perfect weather to you. I mean, you know, I love sun, sunny weather. I love summer. I'm a 100-degree type girl. You know, I'm a hot girl at heart. But I'm enjoying this weather right now. Like, I don't think it's, you know, this, it's not hot. It's not cold. I hate I hate the winter, and I hate cold. But it's it's good to me. I like it. It's not too bad. Yeah, because <clears throat> it just seems like it's not cooling down. Like I, Right? I've been waiting to take out these sweaters. I know. You know what I mean? But you, you don't love cold like that i don't i know i hate cold but i like sweatshirts i love hoodies and i love sweatshirts so yeah that's fly yeah but look i don't know it must be a texas thing where you know you can wear hoodies in Mm -hmm. the sun when it's like hot outside yeah it's a texas thing yeah i see people hoodie and shorts hoodie that'd be me and sweats and it's like super hot hot, but a lot of times because you know I, i look i used to be confused when i saw I used to see a lot of Asian people do it, mm-hmm. but they walk around with these huge shades on their, it's like mm-hmm. a, it's like a hat visor yeah. that covers their entire face. Mm-hmm. And then around that same time I'm seeing this, I'm seeing people walk around with umbrellas mm-hmm. outside. Yeah. And I'm like, what's going on mm-hmm. now? Mm-hmm. Take fast forward to now. Yeah. The reason why a lot of people wear sweats and all that is that they're not trying to get sunburnt or have like when they have those umbrellas, like during the day. Yeah. They're trying to block the sun. Right, exactly, yeah. In my head, I'm like, was that a crazy person? I know. Even, like, you know when you watch movies and you see somebody, like, um, trying to walk across the desert mm-hmm. or something, and they're fully clothed? I'm like, why are they wearing all those clothes when it's, like, 150 degrees outside? You think they're going to walk in the desert naked? I would, because it's so hot. But 
the clothes is to protect them from burning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, but it's so weird, right? See, that's how you see? Yeah, it's it, that's so a little weird. bit, but it's a little bit different. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> different. But that's just weird. You know, whenever I see somebody in a movie, I'm like, why they got all them clothes on? It's too hot. You know, take them clothes off, walk across the desert, you know, butt naked. But, you know, the clothes is to protect them from being sunburned, right? The, the uh, desert will be the worst place to die. Oh, I know. I remember you were telling me about mm-hmm. that. But why? Why is it the worst place to die? Well, well, is it the worst place to die, or you just feel like it's? The I worst feel like place? that is. You know, there's a lot of, like, we all have these little fantasies of how you don't want to die. Oh God, yes. And well, I think everyone has those, right? What's, what's your fantasy? I could tell you mine. Um, it used to be I didn't want to be stabbed to death. Oh God, <laughs> yeah. I never thought of that. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to just get good. No. You know, you know when people like slice your throat or Ooh, stab no. you in your rib or yeah. anything like that, or have like. Um, you know, weird weapons. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it turned into like, I don't want to drown, but then I'm like, Yeah, that's yours. Yeah, drown and uh and being suffocated. I don't want to have to <gasps> gasp for air. Gasp and I, that I don't want. Mm. Yeah, that's I always wonder. I'm gonna get back to the whole um, yeah, desert thing, know. but mm-hmm. I want to. I always wonder, like, you know, when they show back in the day with like Italians, mm-hmm. you know, the mob, you yeah. know, and they were always. Like, hey, I'm, I'm going to sit in the back seat, you know, oh, and then someone sits in the front and, and they, they throw a bag. Over yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw a bag or they stab him in the back of the yes. Remember, there's one of them where they stab him in the back of the neck. Ooh. You know what I mean? And I'm like, ah. if I are you in constant <laughs> fear of dying? You know, you know what I mean? Like, like even your your best friend uh, would shoot you in the head, you I know? No. See, yeah. If, if you're going to kill me, just shoot me. I don't I don't want to see it coming. Just go ahead and just. Take me out. I don't want to feel no pain. Obviously, I want like a painless death. But mm-hmm. yeah, don't don't suffocate me, y'all. Don't do that. Yeah, I think what did Drake say? I want a short death and an easy one. <laughs> and an only- easy one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because um, they said like in the desert. I kind of talked to you about it earlier mm-hmm. about in the desert how you decompose faster. That's so gross. Yeah, because they thought you can take you know th- these anthropologists went out there to test and see how long it takes to decompose in a in a um, hot mm-hmm. 115 degree Arizona, you know, desert. Yeah. And then they thought it was going to be six months to, you know, six to nine months, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but they found out that within literally within the, the first body, they put like a, a pig, mm-hmm. they put draws on it. They put clothes on it to like really dress like, like a, a human. human. Yeah. You know, and uh, the, they put one on the rocks, you know, like mm-hmm. that's what happens when you die in the, in the desert. They put you on the rocks so you can hide you from all the animals. Yeah. And then, you know, they put another one under like a little, like a tree. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, the one on the tree, uh, that one was like completely gone dust mm-hmm. in like, I think like nine days. That's but the, the, the way cool. it happened is that, you know, um, the vultures came, mm-hmm. tore it apart. They said of these vultures course. were eating, like, they were walking around with limbs, Ooh. you know, just like little snacks for later. And they said the snacks. ants, yeah, mm-hmm. the ants were eating the bones, like breaking apart little pieces of the bones or bringing it back. Oh and they God. said, literally, you could go out to the desert and be erased. You know what I mean? But see, th- that was on a bigger thing because that, right. that, that conversation was about immigration. And it was crazy because, you know, on the Arizona border, they they put like wall up mm-hmm. and they driving people to to migrate mm-hmm. through a come almost like a death valley. Oh wow. Yeah, so they're saying that we're at fault also Mexico mm-hmm. for putting this death valley mm-hmm. together cuz they're saying that if 
if our plan works, mm-hmm. this is the, the downside of this. Mm-hmm. They said if our plan works, that um, and putting this wall up and putting more security over here and then driving every everyone to this little thing, mm-hmm. more people should die. What? Yeah, that's why it's so immoral about it. You know, yeah, they said they, so they want people to die. Yeah, they basically. said yeah they wanted to use it as a deterrence. Wow. Yeah, like see that's why you shouldn't migrate. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Because look what's happening. All these You're people are dying. Die, yeah. yeah, and then as the numbers are going up, you know, because it used to be, you know, they used to find like fifty people. Mm-hmm. They were like a, it was like one hundred twenty. Then they end up a becoming, day or um, no, this is um, a year. Oh, gotcha. And then gotcha. it ended up being like two seventy. Oh, wow. And here's the crazy part. If you're decomposing in 24 hours. Oh, yeah. The other pig mm-hmm. was like 24 hours or whatever, right? The one that was under the rock? Yeah, the one that was under the rock because mm-hmm. the rocks cooked the pig. Oh, makes sense. Yeah. So makes it brought sense. more, you yeah. know. Um, but, you know. Uh, well, if, they, if, they, if they cooked the pig, did, it, did they make bacon? I, I knew that was coming. This uh, pork chops, <laughs> pork chops. I mean, I'm just saying, you man, know that probably was good. I know, right? Pig feet. <laughs> Come on now, I got more for you. Oh my god, you know what was the same? Shitlands. I don't know. Go ahead. Let me stop. But um, what was the same about? You, you just um, talking about like the more people you know migrate. Oh yeah, migrate. Like, yeah, and um, so it's a policy they put in place to like mm-hmm. stop migration mm-hmm. and or illegal immigration, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, and um, people are still dying. And wow. Trump came out and said, like, he's so upset about this whole thing. And, you know, he, he wants to see a change. He said, why don't this, you know, broadcast it on the news? And they said, since then, nothing's happened. Uh, of course, because guess who's our president? <laughs> <laughs> a person who does not care. Yeah, I was like, you know, because that's, look, people got to understand playing a game. Mm-hmm. You know, like, kind of like we were talking about before. Yeah. He could play, you could play the game of, you know, tapping into people's emotions, like what this is happening? Oh right, my god! Right. But the real work is behind the scenes, and you're not doing nothing. Yeah, you're not doing it. nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, they call it like false prophets. Yeah, that's that's him. That's you know they call it a false prophet though. What Kanye for? You know what? I'm so glad you brought him up. But mm-hmm. go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I want to hear what you got to say. No, I was gonna say you said that like 97, 98 percent of uh, young adults are registered mm-hmm. to vote and this is like the most I guess important turnout, yeah mm-hmm. ever I wonder if that has anything to do with Kanye I actually wanted to say that no it has nothing I don't think it has anything to do with Kanye because apparently he's like on some states ballots or he's being written in or something yeah like Kentucky he said he won 40 percent I something cannot like that. If or 40,000 or he won Kentucky or something like that if he wins and didn't we First see off, like a presidential ad that he came out with yeah I wish- oh my god I just cannot <laughs> take like, him I don't, seriously first I again this is Go, this does go part of it. You know, mm-hmm. like we're playing along with Kanye with this whole thing because oh my God. some states he's not even eligible. Well, good. So <laughs> that right there. What about Texas, California, like all the big states, Florida? He hasn't campaigned. There's some people, <laughs> you know what I mean? There's some people who have no idea that he's like trying to become president. Are you sure? I feel like everybody in this world knows. If you know Kanye, you know he's trying to he's trying to run for president. I wonder if it's on the ballot. If you see, oh my, he's not God. on the ballot though. He's not. He better not be. But yeah, that's just so weird. Yeah, well, I, I, I was saying something. I said I get back to it. I know. I'm sorry. I cut you off because I just had to bring up Kanye. That's true. So I said, oh, false prophet. False prophet. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Kanye, <clears throat> you know, he says he's gonna. You know, he says he's now worth five billion dollars. And five billion. I thought he just turned made a like a billion. Three billion. He said. Oh really? Well, Forbes confirmed it was three billion. Oh, so he is a billionaire. 
Or mm-hmm. he's worth a billion. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome, I guess. And, um, you know, he said that, um, you know, that was like two months ago. Now he's saying he's $5 billion. Kanye, we yeah, get he it. Said, yeah, rich, he says, rich. Yeah, he says, I used to, I was $50 million in debt, and now I'm, uh, now I'm worth $5 billion. Wow. God is great, right? And then uh, Big Sean, you know, mm-hmm. who signed to Kanye's label. Mm-hmm. Kanye said that he's going to give everyone everyone back on his la- on the label fifty mm-hmm. percent of their masters. Okay, which is basically like their rights to the song or whatever. Yeah, um, but he hasn't given it up yet. Yeah, because he's trying to hit that six billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then you know, um, Big Sean is like, yeah, you don't even want to know how much I got um, my advance. You don't even want to know. He's like, yeah, how much was it? This is Fat Joe. How yeah. much was it? He's like, I didn't want to tell you. He's like. Was it like fifty thousand or something like that? He's like fifteen thousand oh, for his goodness. first deal. Are you <laughs> yeah. serious? Wow. And I think that might have been with Kanye. Yeah. Well, look, they're over here just arguing about money. They're all rich. Okay, we get it. I don't think they're we rich like that though. Well, you know, because Kanye's worth five billion, and isn't Kim worth a billion or something like that? Maybe I think she's I up know. there, like nine hundred something. That's a lot of money. But what I mean is, you could have. All that money mm-hmm. and still have bad cash flow where you can't pay for things. You no, know what I mean? That's true. Like you could have, like you could be worth, let's say, ten million, mm-hmm. right? But if you're not, let's say, uh, you're an artist mm-hmm. and you're not getting paid on time, yeah. But yet you live a ten million dollar lifestyle or whatever million dollar lifestyle that you live. Mm-hmm. Those credit card payments, those oh, yeah. people who need help around you, mm-hmm. um, the the mistakes you make that you got to pay for, right, right? You know, um, the the security, everything that you got to pay for. He's like, I got to keep this going, mm-hmm. even though my checks aren't hidden. Right. You know Wasn't what I mean? that like, uh, who was that, MC Hammer? Wasn't mm-hmm. he like, you know, he was making a lot of money, but he had, his team was so big. And, you know, like his dancers and, you know, everybody that was around him was so many people that he had to pay for like their travel and living and all this, all these expenses. And then he just went broke, like flat broke. Yeah, but you know, I feel like they didn't tell the full story on that one, mm-hmm. you know, is that, yeah, he spent like crazy and did all that, but he kind of stopped making hits, you know? Oh, don't say that. Like, if he, think about it, if he was consistent, mm-hmm. and, and I'm not saying he should have came out with hits or, yeah. you know, he should have been that good or he's not good enough. It's more the sense that, you know, when you're hot? Yeah. Like, he was hot. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he had his whole, like, um, uh, persona. Right, he did. He yeah, had the, he had the pants. He had his own type of pants. Right, mm-hmm, he didn't the capitalize on it. Yeah, yeah, he didn't capitalize on the pants. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so he didn't really do too many like partnership deals or sponsorship deals. Yeah. So I feel like the issue with him wasn't that you know uh, aside from not coming out with consistent hits over and over is that okay he didn't really get the business side of his life down. Yeah. And it was just really like you just think you know, like you come out the hood or you can come out of any bad situation mm-hmm. and you're like, all right, I don't really know how to manage my money. Yeah. Let me just, I'm just going to keep making it. Right. Right. Cause when you're making bread, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I saw you think it's like, man, this is going to continue happening forever. Yeah, that's true. Until you're like surprised that, you know, nothing lasts forever. You know, this is true. This is true. When's the last time you li- listened to a MC Hammer? <laughs> <laughs> that song. I well, you know, he does those commercials. Um, I seen him on a. I don't know if it was like chips or if it was like a insurance commercial. But He's a legend, though. So he is a legend. That out there. Yeah, he is. I listened to his music when I was younger, but yeah, I see him on TV every now and then, popping up on commercials and stuff. So it's pretty cool. Do you feel like um, you're past that? Like, do you feel like you could say I'm older now? 
Uh-huh. Yeah. You feel like that? Uh, yeah. I, I kind of feel like that. Yeah, I do. Because, I mean, my coworkers, they remind me of my age, too. Mm-hmm. And I'm not old, y'all. I'm only 34. Mm-hmm. So I'm not old, but... My coworkers are like really, really young. We just hired someone. And <laughs> you said really, really they're young. They're really young. Like we just hired a new guy. He just started like last week and he's like 23. So I'm like 10, 10, 11 years older than he is. So it's just like, why am I even working here? What am I doing? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. One guy who's like, I think he's like 38, 39. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how I might be exaggerating what his age. He might be w- way older, but I'm just <laughs> saying this for the story. Right, right. Um. So he was talking about how, um, I know his name, Gallagher. Mm, that's he's, different. He's like a comedian, you know, one who smashes oh, the, stuff yeah, or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's saying that he was kind of like, no one's like checking for him anymore and he can't even sell shows. And oh, really? basically this is like in the past. So yeah. he's, if he said that like 15 years ago. I about to say, was this like in the 90s or something? <laughs> yeah. Because I remember him back in the back in the day. Yeah, because he's like, everyone knows Gallagher. Everyone knows Gallagher. I'm like. People kind of know of Gallagher. Yeah. You know, uh, but I'm not sure people know him, know him, him like, right. oh, that's Gallagher. You right, know what I mean? Exactly. So um, he was saying that, you know, um, I, can't, I can't remember his age. I think he was in his 40s or whatever. He's like, mm-hmm. you know, someone's like, you got to just be honest. You know, the thing is, is that you're not young anymore. Oh. You're checking for young. I was like, oh, man. Hurts. Yeah. He's like, they just they just like the young. You know, that's that's what's the future. And I just thought that was incorrect i just thought that was so wrong because it's not just the young Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know i mean you could like you see all over instagram you see all over the streets wherever you go you see some people who are either in the 90s or 80s they're in the 70s 60s who a are fashionable sharp you know what i mean fashion like like Mm -hmm. like with the sunglasses or the oh yeah the eyeglasses or the the outfit Mm -hmm. you know just prestigious you know right right so i feel like you could always reinvent yourself this is true you know what i mean so i i feel like with age it's just i felt like anything after 28 you got to be an adult that's true i agree you know you can't say at you know at 28 people like hey what you what you doing like hey man you know i'm still sleeping you know what (laughs) what i'm saying you know what I'm saying? I'm still, I'm still stacking, you know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. I feel like after 28, you got to have, like, career mode or yeah, something to that level, it, you know? I agree. You know, at least be thinking about what you want to do, you know, as a career. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like, the, the you know, 30s is, is a good age. It's probably one of my favorites so far, you know? But. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I don't feel old. I don't. I don't look my age. Mm-hmm. You know. I guess you know. People say I look younger. This one guy asked, asked me yesterday how old I was, and I was like, "You don't ask a lady's age. Like you should know better." He's like, "Why is that rude?" I'm like, "Yes, that's extremely rude." He must not have a woman. No, he he does not. And then his, he was there with his uncle, and I was like, "Uncle, you need to teach him. Yeah, you know, yeah. teach your boy." He's like, "I'm trying to tell him." How old does this guy look? This so the the guy, the young guy, he had to have been like 19, 20. Uh-huh. and so he guessed that I was. 23 but he only guessed that i was 23 because he was probably hoping that i was close to his age mm-hmm. and i was like well thank you that makes me feel great but i'm not even close to 23 but he was like 19 20 maybe 20 but you know it was just funny so no i mean i don't really feel old but you know it is what it is i hate when people complain about feeling old though yeah you know like i not complain like <laughs> oh man i feel old, old. No you, know, you know i'm talking about when people are like oh you know them knees i'm like i ain't got no knee problems that's me i always say that when i hear somebody say oh my back i'm like 
Yeah, you know them them old people backs. Oh uh, yeah, when, when someone's taking a picture and they pose down, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, "Okay, so someone got some new knees." I'm like, <laughs> the Meg the Stallion knees. <laughs> no, no, she that's a different level. I she know. could, she got knees for her to perform mm-hmm. on stage like that I continuously, know. and she's almost doing like a sit like a sit down squat, a squat, and she's like moving. That's I'm like talent. her. her Thighs must be like on fire. Well, she got some nice legs too, so she she's built for that. Yeah, I think she she has the most honest um, brand to me. I I agree too. You know, because a when I refer to her, mm-hmm. like when we're talking about the whole Tory Lane situation, yeah. is like I'll be like Meg. Oh, like you, you know, know her. Me? yeah, like almost like I know her. Like no, it's not like Meg is. You know what I mean? Like that's how I speak about it, right? Oh my god! And. If you continue it right, Meg the Stallion, the Stallion, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. The fact that she is particularly like a stallion, like a yes. taller, mm-hmm. larger woman, but mm-hmm. not like you know, like overweight or anything like that. No, no, she's just real tall. Yeah, tall. Yeah, you know. And then, um, so the fact that she has her real name, mm-hmm. you know, so you can actually call her Megan. <laughs> it starts with that, right? right? Right. And then the fact that like she came, like she comes to like rap. You yeah, know what I mean? She does. I actually like her. She grew on me though. I think yeah, I at first I wasn't I yeah, wasn't messed with her at all at the beginning. Me either, me either. And I'm not big on like female rappers. Like I loved, you know, growing up I loved like Foxy Brown, loved Lil' Kim. But like the new rappers, they're a little different. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, Cardi B and um, Nicki Minaj. You know, they're a little bit City more girls. animated. <sighs> you know, like Mulatto <laughs> and all them. I don't know. I can't really get with them. Like I like... Um, like I like Meg Thee Stallion, Cardi B, and Nicki Minaj. I feel like that's like one generation... Well, Meg Thee Stallion's kind of new to that generation, but then right underneath is like the City Girls and Mulatto and all them. Like they, like you yeah, said, they yeah. sound lazy when no, they but rap, they, yeah, yeah, know? but they're trying to hit, they're trying to tap into the ratchet. Oh yeah, type, you know what I mean. Very ratchet. But very, you know, um, Cardi B and Meg, mm-hmm. um, no, Cardi B and um, Nicki Minaj. Yeah, they squashed the beef. Oh, I didn't even know they had beef. Oh Those yeah, they, I don't pay attention. I think they're beefing. They they actually were on the same song with oh, Migos. Really? And then, like, that created, like, an issue or whatever. Oh, see, I don't be paying attention to none of that. All I know is Cardi B is getting a divorce. And Nicki Minaj just had a baby. Oh, yeah, she did. She did? I think. I don't know. Or she, I know she's pregnant. Or maybe she didn't have the baby. See, I don't she, be I know attention. she's pregnant. But, you know, um, Cardi B had the nip slip on. I know. It's funny because I was flipping through Instagram stories. And your sister mm-hmm. posted on her stories, like, oh, my God, Cardi B, why? Just tell me why did you do that? Or something like that. And so I was like. Hmm. I said, Sissy, what did she do? Tell mm-hmm. me, you know. And she's like, Oh, well, she just posted a naked picture on her stories, and I was just like, Oh my god! But then I saw um, uh, Cardi B's live. I guess somebody must have reposted it, and she just was like, You know, Oh my god, it was an accident. Did you see? I didn't see it. So basically, Cardi B was saying that um, she had she took the naked picture, the selfie, but she accidentally uploaded it to her uh, stories by accident. So as it's like loading, she's like freaking out. She's like, oh my God, oh my God, I can't believe I accidentally pressed, you know, upload. So she's like trying to stop it and obviously you can't. So she turns her phone off. So she turns her phone off and then I think somebody who's with her or I don't know, somebody hit her up and was like, um, or I think somebody who was with her was like, um, call one of your friends or somebody you know who knows the password to your Instagram to get in it and delete it. Because Cardi B's phone is off. She's mm-hmm, thinking if she mm-hmm. turns the phone off, it won't upload. But it did upload. And she was like, before you knew it, 
it had already, you know, it was everywhere, all over the World Wide Web. And she was like, my salami, my salami nipples is just all over the World Wide Web. You know, she mm-hmm. was she was laughing at herself. It was funny, but she did say it was like a mistake. And, you know, she was just I'm like, sure it, it is what it is. You know? But, you know, um, for anybody who ever gets in a situation where they might <laughs> accidentally post something on their yeah. Instagram story or something like that, mm-hmm. the easiest way to avoid it is mm-hmm. not to turn off your phone. So what do you do? Airplane mode. Oh. Yeah, if I if anything that doesn't need to send, yeah, the first thing I do, not trying to, because you know that takes a while. You got to hold it. Yes, exactly. And then you got to slide it. Right. That takes too long. So airplane mode. Boom! Just hit it down. Hit airplane mode, and nothing will go out because really? yeah, because it requires the internet to 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 move any type of data. So once you turn on airplane mode, there's no data that that goes anywhere. Oh. Yeah, it cuts off all data. Look at you dropping yeah, yeah. gems. Okay, Cardi B. I hope you're listening. <laughs> Just for that next nip slip, you know what I'm saying? Hit yeah, the airplane yeah. Mode. Hit the airplane mode because that's wow. the easiest. Like when you try, oh, I'm not supposed to. You hit yeah. The, okay, cool. Oh, I'm good. Okay, learn something new every day. Yeah. I didn't know that. Maybe, they should, maybe Cardi B should hire me. Maybe. Cardi B, look. S.A. Michael. S.A. <laughs> Michael. Yeah, so uh, anything else been happening out there? No, I mean, nothing that I could think of. I mean, I feel like the world is pretty safe, right? Nothing crazy. I feel like everyone's getting back to it now. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel like that too. But no, um, oh, 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 no, 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 no. There's some places that are like, it's a, it's kind of like a um, a wasteland a little bit out there. Mm. There's some places that survived. Yeah, we were talking about this the other day when we were trying to go to Witch Witch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Witch Witch was closed. Oh yeah, you it know, was. Um, and all these businesses that had these slow, like smaller whatever they're closing they're closing mm-hmm. all this real estate you see like all this commercial real estate just opening up yeah it's crazy. everywhere so mm-hmm. it's kind of yeah so I, I take that back i don't think we're like well we're not fully out of it we're now. not fully out of it Can yeah. i keep wanting like to that's what i'm saying because texas is wide open it's so different here you have to really be reminded that we're in a pandemic, you know, mm-hmm. like I, um, at work, there's people who, f- who are flying in from Chicago, from, you know, different places, New York, uh, DC to come hang out in Texas because they can actually do stuff in Texas where they're from. They can't even do anything, you know? So it's just like, um, yeah, it's, it's weird. Like right now it's, it's really weird because I feel like everything is just wide open and, um, we, I mean, we still have to wear our masks, but I mean, nobody the, the really mask, checking for the mask yeah, like yeah. that, you know. I was in the, um, the this place where I was getting um, making t-shirt orders, mm-hmm. and you know they said mandatory masks and all that. Yeah, you go in, half the people had masks, half the people didn't. So That's I'm talking crazy. about customers. Half of them had masks, half of them didn't. Yeah. Um, the the employees there mm-hmm. half well the majority didn't have masks, yeah. right? And then I was like, the inner me. This is what I want to say. I was like. So are we doing masks or are we, are we not doing masks in here? That's what I was going to say, right? Right, right, right. But literally always before I get into anybody else's business, I'm like, I don't even care you know, like that. Yeah, exactly. No, as long as you protect yourself, that's <laughs> you all that matters. You see what I'm saying? That's all that matters. And that's the funny thing because even on uh, Monday night when I, I went out to meet with uh, – two girlfriends for for dinner Mm -hmm. and it was at a restaurant and so i'm walking up with my mask on and half of the restaurant is like a outdoor patio type Mm -hmm. thing and then the other half is inside but it's it's a small restaurant so like all the doors and windows are open to where it looks like a outdoor indoor type thinking Mm -hmm. and so i walk in with my mask and nobody has on masks except the server so i'm just like 
okay, do I take my mask off? Because mm-hmm. nobody has on their mask. But I was like, I'm, I'm wearing my mask, you know, until yeah. I get seated. And once I sat down, I took my mask off. But it was so weird. Like, nobody, nobody had masks. It was just so weird because even at restaurants, they say you have it's required to wear a mask walking in until you get seated. But I mean, nobody had a mask. What was it? Where was this? At um, the restaurant in Highland Park. Oh, I won't put them on blast. But yeah, because you know, you know, um, you know, you look all over the ground and you see a bunch of like masks I everywhere. Know. You see that in like a parking yeah, lot and you stuff. Do. It's so so crazy. Yeah, it just seems. And then those K ninety five masks. I'm like, I know those don't degrade Mm-mm. quickly. You know, I just. I just look at all this stuff. I'm like, man, how much pollution? Just off these masks, these disposable masks. You yeah, know? it's like, should we carry a bag with us so when we see them, we just pick them up? Mm. <laughs> I saw one in the park. Or we just ignore it. I saw a little black one in the park. I'm like, oh, it was like dirty jaws. Like it probably has Corona on it. Yeah. <laughs> Our customers, um, inside the car wash, uh, you'll find customers. You can see their personality in the car. Oh, really? And, you know, the you could tell like, like the certain women who are either too busy or whatever, mm-hmm. um, they'll have like draws in the back. What? Yeah, oh, like, like they just change their clothes in the car. Yeah, it's like kind of disgusting. That's so weird. Well, I know my my what you will see in my car based on my personality. I have like a crap ton of water bottles. Mm-hmm. Half of them like are half filled. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, half empty. So it's just like, oh, she must drink a lot of water, but not, but she can never finish a bottle. But yeah, I think what well, your reasoning behind it is you. After you drink half, mm-hmm. you feel as if like it's not drinkable anymore because the heat and the yes, if it's been sitting in the, in the car overnight, yeah, I won't drink it because I don't know. I saw something on the news a while ago that said that if you leave your water bottle in the car and it gets like the water inside gets heated or something, I don't know. The plastic starts to like melt into the water and you can get cancer. I don't know if, if so. That's an old wives' tale out there. I'm I know. Play, I don't play, know if play, it's true I'm or not. Joking. I really don't, but. But then I like to keep the water bottles in the car because I'm always like, what if we get stranded in like the woods or something and we need something to drink or use to like cool us down or something? We have like a crap ton of, you know, half filled water bottles. I get that. Stay ready. See, when you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Hey, hey, hey. You dropping gems. I'm dropping gems, too. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. That's a platitude. <laughs> oh God! You remember Platt? Oh, you know. Um, okay. actually, it's a good. This is speaking of uh, words. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, uh, I told you about this word earlier this week. What, what do you oh, think? Uh-oh. You remember? No, I don't remember. Can't Fang- remember what I had for breakfast this morning. It, it means entangled. What is it? What is this word? Oh, I can't remember. To fankle. Oh yes, I do remember. When something's fankled. Fankle. F A N. Hmm. F A N K L E D. Oh, fankled. Fankled. Mm-hmm. And it means that something's entangled. So Jada Pinkett was fankled <laughs> with, uh, what's his name? Uh, August Alcina. Uh, yeah, August Alcina. That's crazy how nobody's talking about that anymore when that was like hot topics like two months ago. He rode that way. He he rode every he drop did. of that he way. He even came out with a song, what, featuring Rick Yeah, Ross? it was. He was not playing. He, I, I feel like he didn't. He didn't. Um, Amplifies career at all. No, I feel like he just kind of showed how immature he is. And, exactly. You know, he had an album drop in. It was kind of tacky. Maybe he got some followers from it, but that's about it. I mean, who's? I mean, but who's gonna want to work with somebody? <laughs> you know what I mean? Who's about mess? You know what I mean? Rick Ross. He was for sure on that uh, on that song. That's true, but I always feel like Rick Ross isn't. No one really pays attention about Rick Ross like that. I feel like he 
I can see why he would like to like even though he's a great rapper. I feel mm-hmm. like uh, like he's just not on people's radar like that. I don't think, I know, but it's it's I feel like a lot of people aren't on the radar like a lot of rappers. I feel like it's these young rappers that's taking over and look, I don't mind it. I listen to it. So I love it all. Yeah, the baby, little baby, baby. All the babies, Polo G, baby. Look, I, we listen to all the babies, so it's just like you said you a know. meme that goes around where they're like, um, "What is it? Um, how how it started? How it's going? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you like I any love of those? those? Yeah, I do. For real? Mm-hmm, I love them. I think they're so cute. You know? Yeah. It's like when they first meet, and then now it's like, you know, then with the family. I just think, but it's people cute. do it the other way around, like, you know, how it started, and it's like then with a the family, mm-hmm. and then like, you know, like how it's going. And mm-hmm. like the, the dad's dead, and like oh, you know, like they do, like they remix it in a way to be like more like you feel sorry for him. Oh no, I haven't seen any of those. I've oh. seen like the really sweet ones, like you know, it's like how's no, what is it? How how how's it going? No, not how's it going. Yeah, uh, how it started. How it how's started. Going. Yeah, it's like a picture of them in like high school, and then how it's going. It's like them and like their kids, you know, mm-hmm. their big old house. Like I see those, but I don't see. The ones you talking about. <laughs> I saw the one with Lil Wayne that said uh, how it started. It had Lil Wayne like, you know, 13 years old. And then uh, it said how it's going. <laughs> it was a goat. Because oh. <laughs> he is a goat, though. He is the goat. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Lil Wayne. Y'all know where he from. Don't play. I, I heard that. Uh, Come on now. I heard that on. Um, I heard that on something. I forgot what it was. But um, <laughs> anything else you want to share? No, just y'all go out and vote. We're we're gonna vote. I'm excited. I'm ready. Let's go. Let's get it. Cool. It was so great talking to y'all. It was. It's always great. We will join you all next, next week. week. Next week. We'll see y'all later. Peace. Oh yeah. And again, never forget to go out there, get involved, and go vote. Peace out.